Welcome to Little iPods, brought to you by the California Optometric Association. This podcast is dedicated to learning about eyes and the importance of vision care for children. As pediatric eye doctors, we are excited to bring you stories and share our knowledge with you. Let's get started. Welcome. Today, we bring you a skit about the importance of pediatric eye exams. We begin with two old college friends, Anna, an engineer and mother of two, a four-month-old infant and a three-year-old, and Cheryl Ann Scott, an eye doctor, bumping into each other while waiting in line for coffee. Anna uses this opportunity to ask Dr. Scott about her children's vision. Hey, Cheryl! How are you? Good running into you here. Long time no see. Oh my goodness, Anna. So good to see you. Yeah, how are you? Oh, I am great. How are you doing? Pretty good. Just grabbing a quick quick cup of coffee. Nice, nice. So I have not seen you since you graduated with your engineering degree. Yes, so I'm still doing engineering, but it's part-time, so... I have two kids now, got a lot going on. I have a three-year-old, Ellie, and a four-month-old little baby, little Jesse. Wow, congratulations. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. How about you? What have you been up to with your degree after college? Oh, my goodness. After undergrad, I decided I didn't have enough of school, so I went back and I got my doctorate for optometry. Wow. So you're a doctor? Yes. That's impressive. (laughs) What did you do? What kind of training did you need to do? So after undergrad, I had to take an entrance exam and admissions, the OAT, and I applied to medical school and I did four years and I got my doctor of optometry degree. And that's where it ended? You did four more years? I did, but I also uh, wanted to do a residency in uh, pediatrics. Wow, so you specialize in kids. Yes. How interesting. So just wondering, since we're talking about the matter, what age should I have my babies come see an eye doctor? Six months, three years, and then just before kindergarten. So you are late, my friend, with your three-year-old Ellie. Really? Is that just your opinion? No, it's a public health policy recommendation from the American Optometric Association. The pediatrician looks at their eyes with that light thing and then checks their tracking. That's not enough? Not really. That is a screening. Screenings are useful for picking up obvious serious problems like a child born with bad vision from a cataract. Definitely, screenings should take place in between the six-month age, three years, kindergarten schedule of eye exams with an eye doctor. Hmm. Okay. Well, what kind of things can go wrong with my baby's eyes? First, the good news is that eye and vision problems among babies and young children are uncommon. But if diagnosed early, instead of when they are older, treatment is much easier and more successful. To answer your question, there is a lot that can go wrong. One of the key things an eye exam with an eye doctor looks for is optical eye problems like astigmatism or farsightedness. You mean eyesight problems that require glasses? Yes. Hang on a minute. I've been tested for that stuff and I had to answer that annoying question over and over again. Which is better, 
One or two? Which is better? One or two? Just to get my glasses. That test annoys me so much. No way that you can do that on babies. Correct. We don't do that test until a child is eight or nine years old. We have other methods, though, that involve shining a light at the child's eyes from a special optical instrument called a retinoscope. The optics of the child's eyes can be measured with good accuracy. The child does not have to answer any questions or say anything. You mean that there are children eyeglass problems where they're like two to three years old? Yes, there are. And babies too. When they have these problems, it can interfere with vision development and overall development. It is so important that they get glasses when the problem is present, not years later. You can think of eyeglass problems as optical differences in the eyes. It's not really a disease or a medical condition. It's just that the curves and optics of the eyes are not the correct power for normal eyesight. Okay, so what kinds of optical eye problems can babies and young children get? The same stuff as adults, like nearsightedness? Yes, there are basically three. The first one, nearsightedness, is called myopia. It is the easiest one to understand. Near vision is clear, it's good. Far vision is blurry. These children move extra close to the TV. Another thing is that they can't recognize people far away. This one is the least common in children younger than school age. Also, if it goes undiagnosed or untreated, it's usually not that harmful. Oh, okay. I know lots of people who are nearsighted. I think I am. My contact lenses have a minus sign. I think it says minus three on the boxes. Yes, that's nearsightedness. You can read up close if your contacts are off, right? Yes, that vision is perfect. Hey, looks like our food's ready. But do you want to sit together and keep talking? I'm kind of enjoying this break from the kids. (laughs) Sure, there's a table right here. Perfect. So, what are the other problems you were talking about? The second one is astigmatism. It's difficult to explain the optical problem with this one, but here's what moms and dads should know. Astigmatism degrades vision at all distances, close, far, it doesn't matter. Young children with this condition seem to see normal in everyday life. Eye contact, watching TV, playing, all seem normal. Moms and dads can't tell there is a vision problem in many cases. It's not until they have to deal with small detail like numbers and letters in school that the astigmatism becomes noticeable. Okay, so then they just get glasses when school starts and they're okay, right? Not always. Here is the problem. If the child has astigmatism at a young age, their vision development is delayed. Check this out. Let's say a three-year-old girl has high astigmatism. If she doesn't get glasses until age six, she won't be able to see a normal, clear 2020, even when she wears the glasses. It can take months or years of wearing the glasses for her to be capable of seeing normal 2020. However, 
If she got the glasses at age three, her vision would develop normally. When she begins school, she can see normal, clear vision with the glasses in place. Wow. Are there a lot of kids like that? Definitely. I see many of them because I practice optometry in a community with many Latinos. Astigmatism like this is very common among Hispanic children. Just yesterday, for example, I did a follow-up on a girl who got glasses six months ago for her astigmatism. Her parents, especially her dad, were opposed to the glasses and kind of sad to learn that their daughter needed glasses. It took me a bit to explain things, and they finally agreed to get glasses. I get that. Hard for me as a mom to learn that anything's wrong with my precious ones. How is she doing? Oh my goodness, so good. Her interest in coloring, puzzles, and picture books jumped. She's more social, looks at people when they talk to her. Her dad had to say, I have my little girl now. Thanks so much. That is so interesting, Cheryl. I mean, Dr. Scott. (laughs) Cheryl is fine, unless you want me to address you as Mrs. Rico or Mom. Hey, where are your children? I would love to meet them. Oh, they're actually with my mom right now. She can't get enough time with them. I think you said there are three optical problems. What was the other one? Oh, okay. This is another one that is tough to explain. It's called hyperopia, or farsightedness. You mean they can't see far? Or wait a minute, they can't see near? I always get those mixed up. (laughs) I know, it's very confusing. Like other conditions, it is an optical difference in the eyes that can be compensated for with eyeglasses. But here's the thing. When someone has hyperopia, they can put a focusing effort into their eyes to see clear. And young children have lots of this focusing effort. When they put in the focusing effort, they seem normal to moms and dads when they play or watch TV or talk to them. Does that make sense? Yes, I understand. Now, the amount of focusing effort the child has to do is greater when looking near than looking far. So that is why it's called far-sighted. Far is easier than near. Oh, and the other one, the one I have, mm-hmm. near is easier? Yes, you, you got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's the problem? If they can focus for it, then they're okay, right? Yes, if the hyperopia is not that bad. If the amount is high, they can focus through it or for it, but it's uncomfortable and the little ones don't verbalize it. High hyperopia can delay development of motor and visual motor skills. It takes away from early learning and developmental experiences like building with blocks and playing catch. Even worse, the focusing effort can cause one eye to cross and cause misaligned eyes. If the eyes cross early in life, it can cause vision problems that last their whole life. Hang on a minute. The hyperopia farsighted thing can cause a kid to have crossing eye? Wow, I had no idea. Yep, that's a really good connection. 
Well, when you start talking misalignment and angles, the engineer in me pays attention. <laughs> it's so important for children with high hyperopia to be diagnosed early and receive the appropriate eyeglasses. And how do you measure it again? All these problems? We shine a light at the eyes and measure how accurately the eyes focus the light. Remember, the kids don't have to talk or answer questions. They just have to look at something across the room. One important method we use to help us measure it is to put drops in the child's eyes. Well, okay, you have a way to measure that stuff. But come on, kids don't let you, do they? Take my Jessie. She's so sweet at home, but strangers and doctors? Good luck with that. She will just cling to me or cry. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. Welcome to my world. I see many children like that. Let's just say we have our ways to gain cooperation. Remember the girl with the astigmatism I was telling you about? I did the light in the eyes test while her dad gave her a piggyback ride. And mom showed her a video on my iPad. Some kids... I have to go on the floor and play with them for a while. Pediatric eye doctors don't give up easily. <laughs> oh, and the shine the light in the eyes test, it's not that long. All I need is like maybe one or two minutes. Sounds like you love what you do, Cheryl. Good for you. I bet you'll be a great mom someday. Anyone special you're seeing right now? <laughs> maybe. Just a few dates, but so far so good. Oh, that's lovely. I would love to meet him. Hey, back to children's vision. Is that it? Anything else that you check for? Yes. One more that is so important to diagnose and treat early. So remember the three? Myopia, astigmatism, and hyperopia? Well, some children, about 1% to 2%, have one eye that is normal, but the other eye has one of the three optical conditions. You mean the eyes are different? Exactly. Because they are different, the brain uses and depends on the normal eye with clear vision and ignores the eye with the optical problem. This causes the eye with the optical problem to lag in development. It can't see as well. This condition is called amblyopia. Oh my goodness. There's a mom in the playgroup. Her son, he has to wear sunglasses and an eye patch. He probably has this problem. So it's just blurry vision? No. The eye with the underdeveloped vision, the amblyopia, can't track as well. It can't focus as well. And it doesn't contribute to normal two-eyed vision. So depth perception suffers. So if the kids have this one eye abnormal, one eye normal thing, and they get the glasses in time, they don't get the amblyopia? Exactly. You always were good at figuring things out, like how to do calculus problems. It was always so easy for you. <laughs> Too bad I can't use calculus to parent my children. <laughs> Oh, too funny. Well, so that's just about it with eye care and kids. We always test carefully for misaligned eyes and eye disease. Oh, and one more thing. There's a program called Infant C, that's S-E-E, -E, Infant C, that you can use for your baby at home. 
How old is he again? Four months and 13 days. He hasn't slept the past two days, so those count as four, right? <laughs> four months. Perfect. Under the Infant C program, any child aged 6 to 12 months can get a no-cost vision assessment from an Infant C provider. So set up an appointment soon. They have a great website and you can look up an eye doctor and get other information. I'll do that for sure. Great catching up with you, Cheryl. Take care, okay? Oh, rats, look at the time. Oh my goodness, that line looks really long. It was great to see you, but you're getting back in line? If I come home without sweets for my mom, husband, and kids, they'll send me right back out again. <laughs> okay, take care, Anna. You too.